Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. I would have bought the bang, the dang, dang, diggy, diggy, dig, set the boogie, sit up, jump the boogie. I would have bought the bang, the dang, dig, 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 set the boogie, sit up, jump the boogie. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, October 5th. 2023, I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory. To my left, it's the bearded one, my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey-o. Hey-o. And over yonder, the man making the magic happen, super producer, J.D. Guys, I have a quick correction to make. Hello, by the way. Hi. Yesterday, we were all, uh, you know, jerking each other off because I got the date right on Tuesday. The slide that comes in Mm -hmm. was October 3rd, and I put October 3rd, but this was... The slide I put up, okay. October 3rd, 2023, 2023. Mm. Nobody so you, said anything. So you not did wrong, actually though. get it. Yeah, well, I, yeah, not wrong. Well, <laughs> a little too right. A little too right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very, very redundant and stupid. Anyway, I wanted to apologize about that. Wow. Um, yeah, my bad. <laughs> That's okay, man. Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, what are you, a piece of space age titanium? Come on. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, we got today's date right. It's October 5th, uh, and it is 2023. You just got to say it once. Uh, Quick update about our guy, Tass. I saw him yesterday in the rehab facility. Improvements were massive. Incredible. Night and day from the last time I saw Tass, which was a week ago. Physically, he's standing. He's walking around. His speech and communication, uh, drastically better. We talked about the Blue Jays sucking. Uh, we kicked. Uh, we Sorry. kicked. Uh, talked a little bit about work and um, look. He's still got a lot of work to do when it comes to uh, fully rehabbing. But it was great to see him. And uh, again, just an incredibly positive visit. I know you're going later today, JD. I think you later in the week. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, shout out to our guy Tassie and just keeping everybody up to date on his progress. And it was amazing. It felt so good to uh, see him like that. It was. Uh, it was the Tassie of old. Uh, yesterday, the, the issue now is going to be keeping him there. Right. Like I'm convinced, like he's going to be like, "Hey, pull the car around, man. We're getting out of here." <laughs> like, ah. But uh, it was it was great to see him, and uh, I can't wait to hear how it goes uh, today I'm and excited. tomorrow for yep. you, JD. All right. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Like the vid, comment away, subscribe if you haven't, and if you are a Survivor fan, stick around here in the factory. You got to go over to no buffs, of course, but at 1 p.m. Eastern, we will be recapping last night's episode, episode two, and it was a doozy. It was a great episode. I thought this was like 10 times better than the first episode. Hell yeah. So I'll break it down with TK, with JD, and our guy Esh uh, helping us produce that one. At least I think he is. He's coming out. Okay, great. Yep. Um, But that's later today. uh, This No Dunks pod, we got a fun NBA angle that our guy TK came up with. Yeah, a big trade last week. Skeets, you hear about it? I did. Damian Lillard, he's on the Milwaukee Bucks now. Got people talking about the best duos uh, in the NBA. So we went through and picked out duos for every team in the NBA, and we're going to rank all of them here. Mm. Um, 
alphabetically, I suppose. How do you organize things when you're organizing an entire league? Do you do it alphabetically? Because I always end up doing it alphabetically by conference. By conference? Yeah, okay. by conference. Well, we got a lot of duos to rank here. We're yeah. going to fire up the tier maker. So are we doing Eastern Conference teams first, take a break, do the West? Yeah. Yeah, that's how we're going to okay. do it because when I – Anytime I'm getting ready to do an entire league-wide thing, I just go to Basketball Reference and sort alphabetically. Yeah. Kind of like, all of them are in the Eastern Conference. We got to get like a, a team out in Albuquerque, New Mexico, <laughs> just so that they can compete <laughs> oh, with the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we got a lot of Eastern Conference teams first before we finally get to the Dallas Mavericks. Nonetheless, wow. we are going to be ranking the duos alphabetically by conference, Eastern Conference first, uh, because of time zones. I would say keep in mind for this ranking, Skeets, for this season. We're talking about heading into this season. Oh, so okay. there are some younger duos here who, if you look at it five years from now, this is the duo you want. Right. Uh, okay. Compared to some teams who are probably in their prime right now, you can consider past success. You can project a little into the future, but I would say like 12 months from now. Okay. And I don't know about you, Skeets, but if you've won a championship together... That puts you pretty far ahead in my book. Okay, okay. And you, for the most part, had final say on the actual duos selected. We had a little back and forth with some of the teams in our Slack channel. A couple controversial duos. But you had the final say, and uh, I think that'll be half the fun here. All right, well, we got a lot of teams here to rank. Yeah, uh, let's a lot get of through duos, it. Let's, so let's get to it. it. Uh, first one, we're starting here. Alphabetically first, and first in our city. The Atlanta Hawks. Pretty easy duo to pick here. Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. They played one season together, went to the playoffs, and did not win in the playoffs. But what do you think about year two? We're going to rank these uh, in the tier maker S, A, B, C, and D. Where do you see the Hawks? I'll say right now, right from the jump here, I feel like there might be a lot of placing of duos. And then as we get to other duos and other teams, we might have to do some reshuffling. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I agree. Because like, my gut right now, they're not S tier. No, 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 no. And I... <laughs> And I hesitate to put them in the A tier. But I don't know for sure until we look at all 30 duos. So right now, I would say put them in the B tier. I would have to agree. Uh, they're a tentative B tier yeah. uh, right now. I mean, they're both all-star level players, but didn't make the game last year. Uh, should they be better in their second year together? I would think so. I yeah. think that like in a perfect world, in a perfect talk season, they end up on the A tier. I don't think you're putting them... At the top of the pops with, like, I mean, surely we'll have Jokic and Murray getting to, to the S tier or something like that. I don't think they're on that level. But you can foresee a world where there are two Hawks all-stars, and it's DeJounte yeah. Murray and Trey Young. So, tentatively, we're going to go with the B tier, I believe. And, and how much do you care when it comes to duos of, like, the players, like, I guess the best way to put it, like, complementing each other. So, a small and a big. Or an offensive guy and a defensive guy. Like, do you care at all about that? You take it into consideration? I mean, I take it into consideration. Okay. I would like them to complement each other like they're, like you're saying. I don't want them taken away from each other. But does it have to be a small and a big? No, I don't think so. Does it have to be all offense or one of each? Uh, I don't think so, as long as they make sense together. Okay, and I will keep my eye on the stream team here. Again, shout out to everybody joining us live on YouTube. A lot of people seem to be agreeing with a B. Some votes for a C, but let's go with that. Yeah, well... Trey Young is going to go down as one of the more underrated players heading into the season if we get to that kind of question. So I'm not surprised to hear some people talking about the C tier. But we're going to B to start things off, and we're going with B for our second team here. The Boston Celtics, this is a team who has had a duo together for quite some time. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, both reigning all NBAers, yeah. which is pretty cool. They've made the finals once together, four conference finals together. They've played their entire careers, uh, you know, basically yeah. since Tatum showed up, so... This, to me, is at the very least A tier. It's it's A or are we putting them in the S tier? 
And the only reason we wouldn't be putting them there is because they don't have a championship. They don't have a championship, but I do think they're one of the best duos in the game. So it's A or it's S or A. Uh, let's go A right now. Let's, let's go A right in, now. I think put them in the A tier until we start seeing what the S tier is really looking yes. like here. Yes. And I mean. I'm not going to do this intentionally, Skeets, but it would be nice to look at our final tier and have a bit of a bell curve here, right? Where you're like, not a lot in the S, not a lot in the D. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, so, so we'll, <laughs> nice. see, we'll see how the S and the D go here, Skeets. <laughs> okay, the Brooklyn Nets, this is one of our tougher picks for a duo here because we locked in Mikhail Bridges. We knew that one right away, but Duh. then I sent to you Skeets, question mark, question mark, question mark. Who is the second player in the duo with Mikhail Bridges, you said Ben Simmons. I think it's Ben Simmons. <laughs> I do, and I know that's a controversial take, but I'm also ready to like plant my flag on Ben Simmons Island. You're in on Ben I'm, Simmons. I've gone. Go, I have gone. I don't know if I was ever on the island, but I have made my way to the Ben Simmons Island. I, I believe. God damn it. You believe in Ben? That, you saw him hit ten straight free throws. Oh yeah, I did. Looking nice. Yeah. Confident just, line. Look, I believe in him being a competent player. I actually believe in him playing and maybe being healthy with the back issue. I, I mean, will he be an All Star again? I don't know, but he's going to be an above-average player this year, and I think he would be the partner to put with Mikael Bridges, but you went with? We went with Cam Johnson, but it's not like there's a graphic or anything. No, it's true. You know, if you want to slot him in, I'm happy to sub in a Simmons here. I only went with Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson because, like, they call each other twin. You know, yeah. they've been together for a long time, coming over from Phoenix. They made the finals together, weird to say. Uh, yep. Mikael and Cam, they played together on Team USA. Uh but, I mean, certainly Ben Simmons is the newsier name. You want to slot it in, Skeets? Well, I got Rap Stallion saying my Ben Simmons island is under 10 feet of water right Uh-oh. now. So, okay, I can swim. I can tread water for a little bit. Um, yeah, I was going to say, taking Ben Simmons, let's say, off this hypothetical duo and replacing with Cam Johnson or vice versa, does it really change anything? Probably not. It probably doesn't. So, let's go with Cam. Let's okay. go with the twins. Okay. Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson. Man, I love Mikael Bridges, but this feels, in the landscape of the NBA, probably like a C Yeah, duo. I agree. I think that um, you would probably like to upgrade your number one in the option here, being Mikael Bridges. We're going to see a lot of superstar number one options. He's yeah. a great player, but he's not quite superstar level. And then if he is the number two, he replaces Cam Johnson. So I'm with you. I think this is a C tier right now. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a, a C plus, a B minus type thing. So Yeah, we'll maybe do some C. extra credit. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, raise that grade. Write an essay <laughs> about the impact of Barclays Center in the Brooklyn Borough or something like that. <laughs> Our next duo, uh, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan and the Chicago Bulls. You ever heard of them? They're both all-stars. They made the playoffs together. They made the play-in together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it hasn't necessarily gone well after that. Uh, but these are two all-star level talents here, Skeets. Yeah, they are. I wish it was DeRozan and DeRozan's daughter as the duo. (laughs) DeMar and DR? Yeah. Um, uh, Okay, this, I mean, again, it's it's probably B. I think so, too. Yeah. Yep. Like, you're taking this duo over Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, both of these guys can be all-stars in any given season. DeMar has been an all-star the past two seasons. Levine was an all-star the two previous seasons. They had that one year of crossover where they both made it. Uh, but they're all much like the Atlanta Hawks to me. It's like, if things go perfectly, they both make the all-star team, and you're like a sixth seed. Yeah. So It's weird, though. After I said I would take the Bulls duo over the Nets duo, I mean, the flip side of that is I think I would prefer Mikhail Bridges as 
the one player I would have at this current point of his their careers. Oh no way! On DeRozan. any team, DeRozan. really? Yeah, DeRozan. Oh, I mean, I love the defense that I get from Mikael Bridges. Okay, yeah, but Mikael okay, Bridges anyway. plays defense, and Zach Levine is crazy underrated. His percentages were incredible last year, the second half of the season. Once he came back, twenty-seven a game on like 40, 50, 40, 90 almost. He was balling. Okay, so they're they're there with the Hawks. Okay, yeah, I think they're there with the Hawks. That makes sense. Okay, uh, <laughs> and surely the Raptors will somehow get in there as well. Uh, <laughs> here's one that's confusing to me: CHO for Charlotte Hornets. You don't Should like be CHA. It. I know, but I, I think it's a, a remnant of the Bobcats era. That it's an O on Basketball Reference instead of the A. Really? Yeah, that's huh. that's my theory. Okay. Anyways. This is one of the few duos that has not played a game yet together. LaMelo Ball and Brandon Miller, their number two draft pick, the rookie. Yeah. This was also like, who do you go with as the second guy? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, you go Terry Rozier. It's been there a while. You go... Gordon Hayward's haircut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's gets <laughs> he's, dicey. He's highly paid. It gets dicey. They got a player back this year who scored a lot of points, but I don't want him on our duo list, if I'm being quite honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, no way. <laughs> so LaMelo and Brandon Miller are the guys. I'm excited to at least see them play together. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Zach Lowe has an article up on ESPN having LaMelo as one of like the uh, sort of mm-hmm. key players to this season. Yep. Um, but I've got them low here on our list. I mean, we don't even know what to expect from the Rook. We don't know what to expect from the Rook. LaMelo was hurt a lot last season. I 30-something think, games okay. he played. I, I don't want to upset the Hornets fans, all eight of them out there, but I think this has to be a D duo. Yeah, we got to put him in the D I think for now. To. Somebody's going to have to be... In the D tier, yeah. and unfortunately for Chris Littman, uh, apparently it's going to be uh, <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets. Well, lights out there on that one. Yeah, that was a very somber tone we had to take for the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. They're in the D tier, and we're back here. Uh, moving on to the Cleveland Cavaliers. This was another one where you're locking in Donovan Mitchell as the first part of the duo, and then I sent you a question mark. So we had three choices, basically. Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. I think Jared Allen probably comes in third there. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're talking about, is it going to be a mix of offense and defense complementing each other right. or not? We end up going with Mitchell and Garland. Yeah. I mean, an all-star level guy. Yeah. In Garland, uh, I find this one very difficult. Uh, it's probably, wow, man, I don't know. It, I, I, I could be convinced a, it's, it's A, B, or C, but yeah. I'll probably just go to the middle then, I guess. I, I think it, I think you're right. I think it goes in the middle, and you're right. It could go either way. Like, a great season. Yeah. They could both make the all-star team. They could both end up A tier. I think they both went over 50-plus in the game last year. We said that yeah. on our yeah. uh, predictions podcast, right, that Garland did it, and we know Mitchell went for 71. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy, happy, happy slotting them in here as a B tier duo. But, like, if I was looking here, if we were going to sort within the tiers, mm-hmm. I would probably have them ahead of the Bulls I think and, I the, like that. and the Hawks. Okay. Oh, I like that little wrinkle. We're going to sort within yeah, why the not? tiers. Why not? We love sorting and ranking. Didn't know that was even an option on this tier maker. Very cool. Okay. Uh, another inexperienced duo coming in here. The Detroit Pistons, Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey. They played 11 games together last season. So they're basically, I mean, it'll be Cade's third season, but this is basically year two for both of these guys <laughs> yeah. together. Holy man. I mean, it's C or D. It it's, is. It's D. It, it's got to be D. It, they're prohibitively in D tier right now. But, I mean, Cade was apparently really great in practices uh, against Team USA, which sounded impressive until you saw Team USA play against good competition. So I don't know where to put him. I'll put him ahead you have to put of him the ahead Hornets, Hornets, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think you got to do that. There we go. Okay. Okay. Well, a lot of people in the stream team, there was a lot of Cs for the Pistons there. So maybe we have a lot of Cs for the Pistons? Yep, yep. Why? I mean, I think the idea of Cade 
having a higher ceiling than some of these other guys. Though LaMelo was an all-star. Cade does have a high ceiling, but he hasn't really scratched it yet. No, no. I mean, a lot of this is because he hasn't played. Um, But hopefully, like you said, all those those summer workouts against uh, Team USA, everybody's like talking him up like, yeah, this guy's a star. If he plays, I believe he will be. So this should be, you know, hopefully up higher. I guess there could be another guy in the duo, too. Like, Duran could be the guy yeah. if they have great, great chemistry together. But uh, Ivy seems like the choice for right now. Okay. Uh, moving on to the Pacers. Tyrese Halliburton, Miles Turner. This was another question mark for you. Miles yeah. Turner as the guy. But makes sense. He's an established player. Yeah, it's like, who else would you go? It's a little too early to go Benedict Matherin. Matherin, I yeah. think it's – you can't really go Buddy because he might be traded. <laughs> he might not. Yeah. You know, Obi yeah, Toppin's yeah. there now, but you're not putting him on a duo list. So, yeah, nah. it's it's Turner. And, you know, I like this one. You got, obviously, the guy that leads basically the league – or does lead the league in a, in a – well, okay, Harden technically led the league in a yeah. sense, but you know what I mean. Halliburton will be at the top of the list. And then you got a defensive-minded guy in Turner, still good at that position. Uh <sighs> I hate to keep saying it, but it feels B to me. I feel like you want to maybe go lower. Am I crazy? I would have them on the lower end of the B tier, but okay. I think they're there. They're, they could easily have two category leaders. Like Halliburton could lead the league in assists. Turner could lead the lead in blocks. They pair pretty well together. Yeah. Last season, they played 48 games together, 26 and 22. Bit of a surprise team, uh, catching people off guard, I think. But still, that was successful. And they do seem to complement each other. And basically, as soon as Tyrese Halliburton started balling out, the Pacers were like, Maybe we shouldn't actually trade Miles Turner. Yeah, yeah. Even I mean, though he tried to trade himself once upon a time. <laughs> that's a good that point. Tried to get himself to the Lakers. <laughs> I uh, would trade for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go low B. Low B? In our tier rankings okay. right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Turner never an all-star, right? Halliburton one-time all-star last season just signed that big deal. I don't think Turner has made an all-star team. I'm, uh, I'm high yeah. on the Pacers going into the season. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is like, uh, you know clouding my judgment a little bit here there's a lot of b's and c's in the stream team for this i like for it. the squad which seems right a lot of like low b's like b minuses maybe c pluses interesting one here perhaps our first s tier duo the miami heats jimmy butler and bam Adebayo. Ooh, wow jimmy butler does have his haircut uh immediately after media day uh basically so feel free to factor that into your <laughs> calculation skeets two finals together three conference finals together they were basically one shot from making three finals in four years is that good enough for them to be an S-tier team? Are they a better duo than Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? I mean, results would say yes. They do beat the Celtics a lot, except for that one year. If you line those two duos up and you had the start of a franchise in Plano, Illinois, and you said, hey, pick which duo you want <laughs> right now, because you said not Pat, like we're trying to like sort of, you know, this season, which one would you take? You would take Bam and Butler over over the Jays? I would. I I would, Whoa. yeah. For this season. Uh, for this season. I mean, I, when you're looking at the teams, obviously the Celtics are a, a far deeper team. But I don't know. I mean, it's tough to – in the regular season, I think it's the Celtics. The Celtics are going to be better uh, than the Heat, but the Heat got that mental toughness, man. They got those atrocious Heat culture jerseys, but – it says it on their chest because that's how they play. I think, uh, oh, yeah, those jerseys. Wow. They're bad, man. Oh, they're bad. I'm okay. glad. Those ones are so bad that people aren't noticing how bad the Bulls are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hadn't said anything to you yet. I mean, the Raptors' gold ones suck, too. What's going on? They have given up over there. Yeah. Stop making new jerseys if you have no, no other good ideas for jerseys. Heat culture. It's garbage looking. Oh, it's um, bad. I'm an A tier, though. A tier? I'm an A tier with the Heat. All right. They I, haven't I, gotten over the hump yet. Yeah. I mean, they're. Oh, yeah. easy guy. Oh, easy, easy guy. Yeah. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> okay. Now. Uh, what? 
Okay, it feels like you will. Yeah, okay, look. Hey, you got final controls here. You got the heat there we go. above the Celtics right now, but they're both in the same tier. Yeah, Man. I mean, those are good duos. What can you say? And they both, I think, complement each other well, but in different ways. You yeah. know, you got the big and the small, or the, at least the big in the wing with the heat and a couple of highly sought-after wings in the Celtics. This one, I think, is a lock for our first S-tier duo. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Damian Lillard. They're both reigning all NBAers, but not together. They're the only duo in the league where both guys averaged 30 last year. Obviously, they didn't play together. <laughs> zero games together, which is kind of funny. But, man, 14 combined All-Stars and All-NBA selections between these two. This is an easy S tier. <laughs> two top 75 yeah. guys. Yeah. I mean, the only thing of this is, like, we just haven't seen them play together. But Exactly right. <laughs> uh, by all accounts coming out of camp, uh, they're pretty pumped. They're pretty excited. Yeah, and there's no, like question marks offensively uh at least you're like they're gonna fit perfectly yeah, together especially yeah. with the other guys that the bucks have around them it's not like when you got like wade and lebron together where you're like okay one guy's gonna have to handle the ball a lot more right. and one guy's gonna have to take a back seat you're just like okay just go cook so i think easy s tier for the my or for the milwaukee bucks please first please one. call them freak time freak time yeah freak time baby Okay, S, no problem there. All right, here's a, a an interesting duo, Skeets. The New York Knicks, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. That's a tough call. They were 38-28 mm-hmm. and 28 together last season. They were 6-4 and four together in the playoffs. Even though it felt like a disappointing ending to the Knicks season, they did upset the Cavs. And, you know, we talked about both Brunson and Randall had really good cases to make All-Star yes, during the season. They both had really good cases to make All-NBA at the end of the year. I'm not sure where to fall here. I mean, they're they're not A tier. No, they're definitely not S or A. But I think they're probably a B tier. They are. I know we got a lot of duos there right now, but they have to be in that tier with the Cavs, the Hawks, um, the Bulls, the Pacers, and they're probably ahead of a couple of them. At least the Pacers, I would say. Yeah, I, I would That's have to. A, agree. I mean, they get like shit on for some reason, but they are really, really good. And uh, you know, I, I, I'm a huge Brunson fan, and you know, Randall. Look, he's had a really good year, then had a really bad year, and had a really solid year again. Like, yeah, exactly. He had a huge bounce back year last year. So, Two seasons ago, he was giving thumbs down to the Knicks fans, and then he was, like, balling <laughs> out all NBA once again. Crazy stuff. Yeah. People are sort of all over the map here. Some solid Bs, some low Bs, some Cs. People want to say they're a D tier, which I think is not fair. Not um, a D tier. No, no way. Come on. No way. Come on. Uh, so, yeah, B. Okay. I'm, I'm happy with B. This is a, an interesting one, I think. The Orlando Magic, Paolo Boncaro and Franz Wagner, they've played 71 games together. Obviously, Paolo won Rookie of the Year last year. Franz balled out in the World Cup uh, for Germany uh, this past summer. They just haven't played a lot together. I think if we're talking about this duo three years from now, they're probably an A-tier team. Yes, yes. I'm going to start the bidding at a C-tier here. Yeah, C-minimum. 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 I think people are going to want to put them even up a higher tier because yeah. of the potential. Potential. But maybe we don't, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit there. Um, then again, would I rather have, coming into this season, Paolo and Franz more than, let's say, Halliburton and Turner? It's possible. It's very possible. It's definitely possible. But let's go see right now. Let's go see Let's go tier. see right now. We Look, we can massage this. We can move things around once we, like... Zoom out and see the whole picture. What do you think compared to the Brooklyn Nets? Oh, wow. Uh, I th- wow, is it controversial for me to say I have them as a duo above the Nets? I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I think both of these, I think Franz Jeez. and uh, Paolo could be number one options on teams. Uh, yeah, maybe pa- uh, Franz is more like a 1.5, which is where he kind of will be. Um, 
For the Magic. Another weird one, Skeets. Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey are our duo for the Philadelphia wow, 76ers. Wow, no Harden? I thought you were Team Harden. I am Team Harden. <laughs> I am Team Harden. We did make the duos before Harden showed up at training camp, and I got to say, Skeets, he was looking good. <laughs> I, I might be back. I might be back. I need to just need to see one picture of James Harden looking in shape at a training camp to be convinced he's going to be good. He let the league get assists last year. Yeah, there was no fat suit to be seen. That's nah, for sure. But, no drama. But yeah, but still, it's like we're hearing like get he me still out wants of here. To be I'm not, I don't yeah. want to play with this team. I don't want to play for Dale Morey. So yeah. we're going Maxi. I was surprised to see that Embiid and Maxi have played 184 games together. It's like the sixth most games that Embiid has played with any teammate. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yes. I mean, Maxi plays quite often, and these have been the healthiest years of Embiid's career, so it makes sense. But that was surprising to me to see that they've already played together uh, so often. Obviously, Embiid is the reigning MVP, so, I mean, that puts this duo pretty high on the list. Yeah. Where do you start, though? I would start A. Embiid's, a, Embiid's the MVP. I mean, he, it didn't end well in the playoffs. You know, he didn't really do much in games six and seven against the Celtics, so they got to be behind the Celtics duo to me. But Embiid is so good, and Maxi is already a good player and can take another leap forward that I'm happy with them being uh, our lowest-ranked A tier lowest right now. Lowest-ranked A tier. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, you got I mean, I'll hear a case for a B if you no, want skates. No, I mean, it's it's the maxi part of this. Of course, it's less to do with Embiid. It's, it's you know, we're to have a, like, look at the other teams above them or with them. I mean, these are other all-star, all-NBA level guys yeah. with the main number True. one guy, and, and that's maxi's just not there yet, but... I mean, you know, he could be. So it's 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 low A or it's B. We got a lot in the B right now. Let's let's put him at the end of A. Yeah, we got him at a low A right now. Yeah. All Somebody right. did say, I think it was Spoonie said, uh, Maxi and Embiid, monster NBA Jam team. They would be a great NBA Jam yeah. team. Embiid yeah. would be one of the best guys, I think, in NBA Jam. Yeah. His push could, rate yeah, would be so high. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was playing last night at Savage Pizza NBA Jam. Really? What a game. What a game that Who'd is. Who'd you, uh, what was your team? Well, I botched it here, Skeets. I uh, picked the Phoenix Suns. Great choice. Yeah. Barkley. Marley. But I picked second player, so I had to be Dan Marley the whole time. <laughs> well, you could shoot it at least. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, oh, but I didn't have the timing down, and the first time I shot a three, he shot it left-handed. I was like, What? He switched hands at some point. Oh, wow. He shot it both hands. Maybe you put in an accidental code or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe big that's what happened. No? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you know, after one quarter, I switched to Turtles in time. Some solid duo there as well. Yeah, they got some good games there. Who do you think the duo would be for uh, the Ninja Turtles? The well, it, it, it would absolutely be um, Donatello, the true leader yeah, of the yeah. Turtles. Uh, it's not Leonardo, but I would go Leonardo as well. I think that is Leo the, and Donatello, baby. Yeah, that's the the key duo <laughs> when it comes to the Turtles. <laughs> and you got to give a shout-out to their coach, Master Splinter. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right, moving on to actual teams. The Toronto Raptors, here's the, your duo this season. Yeah. Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes would have been Siakam and Van Vliet yeah. any other prior season. But Siakam and Barnes, where are you at with the Skeets? That's a B. That's a B job? It's a B. It's a B and... No, it has to be a Siakam takes it to a B. I almost said C. But I think the the respect that he deserves, the level that he he's does good, play man. at, he's really, yeah. really good. So and, and Scotty Barnes, a very disappointing sophomore season. You're gonna hope for a different change, new obviously coach, new uh offensive philosophy. It sounds like he is gonna have a chance to have the ball more. So I think this is a B, but I probably near the lower end of the B. I think this is a B right now. Siakam is still like an all NBA player and can still get to that level. Maybe, you know, like probably third team, maybe second team uh, at the most. And Barnes, you're just hoping he's more like he was in his rookie year and empowered a little bit here to be 
uh, playmaker, so I'm happy throwing well, him in the Well, hold on. Here. I mean, a lot of people saying B for bias here. B for uh, bias. A lot of C's being thrown around in the uh, chat. That maybe it was a it was a tough barn season year two. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. If this is after the rookie season, people are having no problem with this particular tier of B for the Raps. But it is. <laughs> I mean, he was bad. Bias. <laughs> yeah, so B for bias. Okay, they're at the bottom. Everybody relax. Siakam's incredible. You don't even watch Raptors games. You guys don't even know. Homer, Homer, Homer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B for bias is pretty funny. It's going to come up uh, for the rest of the season. That's a B for bias. All right, uh, the Washington Wizards. This is an S-tier duo, entertainment-wise, for me. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole. Yeah, I guess that's who it would be. Um, wow. Uh, hey, they both got titles, man. <laughs> they both got titles. Holy crap. Zero dude, games winners. played together. Exactly. Championship pedigree. Oh, uh, man. It feels like a C to me. This has got to be C. Yeah. 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 I, this has got to be C, but I, I can't wait to see them on the court together. I, they, You know, they, they just had media day. They do that, the, like the, the TikTok thing where it's two guys looking into the camera and it's got like a category at the top and you're supposed to move your head oh, yeah. one way or yeah. the other. Like, who's the better playmaker? Who's the better handles? Who's the better passer? And they both picked themselves for like every single one. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick. It was so funny. Like every time it's like, who's the better scorer? They're like, me. Who's the better handles? Uh, me. Who's the better playmaker? Uh, that's me. <laughs> I can't wait to see these wrong. guys. Yeah, it was so funny. They were like X for every single one. Uh, great stuff. Uh, okay. Kuzma and Poole. So yeah, they're in the C tier now. Um, what do you think compared to the Magic or the and the Nets? Below? I mean, yeah, honestly, that, probably so. Unfortunately, yeah, I think Wizards. so. I think so. So let's see the Eastern Conference, JD. Throw it back up there if you don't mind, uh, because we got 15 more teams to go. That's the end of the East. But how do we feel overall? It looks like a bell curve. I'll say that. Yeah, we, our results look solid. <laughs> We've nailed that part. <laughs> and I do think that. You know, the one that sticks out to me is the 76ers being in the A tier, but they have Embiid. Embiid is yeah. carrying uh, right there. And, I mean, that's probably where the line is between Embiid, Maxi, and Mitchell, Garland. Like, that's a tough call. I was trying to figure out by the end of this, which team will be the highest in terms of their ranking to probably their actual record and how their team does. Because, I mean, you could have an elite duo or a really yeah. good duo and still be a pretty piss-poor team. But I wonder who that'll be. Because, like, you know, for the most part, it feels like the duos are yeah. matching sort of how we feel about the yeah, totally. actual squads. Which too. makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. I guess if you're, like, looking specifically records-wise, it's unlikely that the Heat would have the second-best record in the Eastern Conference yeah. at the end yeah. of the season. They finished with the seventh-best record at the end of the last year, right? And then they ended up being the eighth seed after the play-in tournament went down. But... Uh, we're definitely giving the Heat a postseason bump yeah. on the duos list here. But that's our Eastern Conference. We're going to take a quick break here. and we come back, we'll rank all the duos in the Western Conference. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, still here in the Classic Factory, ranking the NBA's best duos. We've done the Eastern Conference. we got 50 teams in the West to do. TK, you said it off the top. Dallas, alphabetically, the first Western <laughs> Conference team. Took to the Ds to get there. Yeah, and Skeets, apparently this may be our answer for the team with the highest-ranking duo, but maybe not the record to follow along with it. Luka Doncic and Kyrie wow, Irving got yeah. together right at the end of last season, tanked away the end of the year, finished with 38 wins, but... We're talking about two guys who are four-time All-NBA, though Kyrie's last All-NBA appearance was in 2021. So where are you slotting in uh, the Mavs? I think it's an A tier for me. I can't go to the S tier. No way. I can't go that high. But yeah, A tier. And yeah, I think this might, I saw people in the stream team saying, this is probably the squad. Well, we don't know. I mean, they had a very disappointing end of the season last year. They sort of tanked it away at the end, keep their pick and all that. But will they be flirting with a play-in again? Will they be better? It doesn't really matter to this experiment. This is a great duo. It really is. I mean, of course, offensively. So I think A-tier. Yeah, I think this is an A-tier duo as well. I think the hope for the Mavs is their team is better this year. They've got just pieces that make more sense around this duo. But also, Luka and Kyrie, remember when they got together last year, they kept coming up short in the clutch because it was like, your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. They hadn't really had a chance uh, to build any sort of chemistry and make each other better. So they got to have to... They're going to have to figure something out to get the best out of both of these guys. I do have them a little bit ahead of the 76ers, I think. In terms of duos. Yeah, if you're like just looking in I the A tier. Right now, I would, I would have it Heat, Celtics, Mavs, Sixers. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a tough duo to beat. Kyrie and Luka Doncic, at least uh, scoring-wise. Okay, I'm good with that one. Interesting one for you here, Skeets. Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, the Denver Nuggets. No all-star appearances for one of the guys, and then the other's got, like, every single accolade you could possibly hope to have. They won the title together this very calendar year. They're 32-20 and 20 in the playoffs together. That's hmm. incredible, man. Wow. I mean, it's an S. This it's is an, an easy S tier. It's an S tier. This is an easy S. I mean, the question is, are you putting them ahead of Giannis and Dame? I mean, <laughs> look, didn't, didn't Jokic and Murray both go for 30-10? and 10? In the finals, like averaging yeah. thirty and ten. Yeah, like don't worry about Jamal Murray having never made an All Star game. Who cares? They're Guy's just a champ, give him one and the guy year. delivers. In you know, you know, we we all we do is talk up how Jimmy Butler takes it to the next level in the playoffs. So yep. fucking, Jamal Butler does this. Jamal Butler, Jamal Murray does the same thing. So uh, it's S tier, and you put them ahead of Damon Giannis. Wow, I saw you slip that over. I did there. a quick slip. Uh, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, Jokic probably like. A half step ahead of Giannis right now, yeah. uh, at least in the general reputation world out there. I think you would say that Lillard is significantly ahead of Jamal Murray, at least accomplishments-wise and kind of his standing in the league. But like you're saying, we've seen Murray go Damian Lillard mode once it comes to the playoffs. He just plays it a little cooler during the regular season. Let's show them the respect they deserve. Let's keep them there. That's right. That's I fun. think so, too. Especially because we haven't seen they got no we haven't seen Dame and Giannis play together, too. Exactly There right. is that part exactly of the equation. Right. So, yeah, they're both S-tiers, Nuggets and Bucks. 
This is a former guaranteed S-tier duo. Mm. I don't know where they're going to come in this season. The Golden State Warriors, Stephen Curry, and Draymond Green we went with as the other part of the duo here. I guess you could go Clay Thompson, but Draymond is certainly more of a... Warriors figurehead, uh, I think. Yeah. So, Steph and Draymond, where you got these guys right now? Well, are you taking into consideration Draymond's injury here? It's going to be out four to six weeks. Four to six weeks. Might, might miss the start of the season. Well, we got some other guys who are going to be missing the yeah. start of the season here, so not for me. Well, you said it. This was, uh, you know, a, a guaranteed lock S-tier duo. Yep. Was. Is it still there? Is it still at that level? I don't think so. I think it's A. I think they're with those other squads, the Heat, the Celtics, you know, the Sixers, a couple other. I think they're in that level. They're probably near the top of it, and that's just because of Steph Curry alone. Yeah. So that's my – I think they're A. I think they're A-plus, but not S-tier. Oh, I like it. A-plus is yeah. exactly right. So we'll have them as our lead duo right now, I think, in the Western Conference. I would have them – I mean, I guess uh, – Steph is so good that I think it's got to be ahead of the Heat. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. They have to lead the A tier if we don't have them in the S tier. Yeah. Okay, how I feel A plus tier. Nice. I like yeah. that. Uh, another fresh duo coming at you, Skeets. Fred Van Vliet and Jalen Green of the Houston Rockets. Zero games together. They almost play the same position. Uh, you have to imagine that Fred is going to be imparting some veteran wisdom to Jalen Green and saying, hey, man, you can pass the ball occasionally. Feel free to work some guys in here. <sighs> I mean, they're going to be lower on our list here. It's C or D. Yeah, yep. it's C or D. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Throw it up, JD. I need to see the other duos we've got there. Thank you. Like, Van Vliet. All-star last season, right? Was he? I think he was all-star last season. Wow, did he make it last season? I think, didn't he make all-star and, and Siakam make all me Or no, maybe Siakam made all-star. I don't know. He's a recent all-star. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm fine with... C, I, oh, are they high D or low C is where I'm getting at. A lot of D's, a lot of D's in the stream D's. team. I would take him ahead of the Pistons. Van Vliet is still good. I mean, he's still a good player. Yes. I think he will help the Rockets. And I don't know. I still believe in Jalen Green. I still think he's got skills. Uh, I, I th- let's put him D, though. Top of the D? Yeah. D plus? <laughs> Top of the D. <laughs> Top of the D to you, mate. Tip, tip of the D. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the Los Angeles Clippers, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they have been together for four seasons and played 146 total games together. This is an impossible duo to rank. <laughs> okay, say that <laughs> They're again. They're either S or D. They've been together four seasons and they've played 146, 146 games? games together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, where do you put this stupid duo? I mean, they're elite. Elite when they play. They're, they're both awesome when they play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> top I, of the B maybe I know I want to put them in B's and that's sort of where I feel and I think top of the B's is right yeah I do too because I mean like what when Kawhi's at his best you're like that guy's the best player in the NBA yeah, <laughs> and then he, then yeah. you're never sure if he's going to be there Paul George you know is an all NBA caliber player still to this day but he's just as unreliable as Kawhi so I think yeah we got to give him a high B yep. I do believe I think uh somebody said it well here in the chat, Captain Jazz, theoretical S, actual B. That's exactly right. Good theoretical S. <laughs> right, right. Here's another theoretical S duo and maybe an actual S duo. LeBron James and Anthony Davis of the Los Angeles Lakers. They've played 188 games together and they've got a title together. So what are you putting them at the end of the S tier? 
end of the S? Yeah, I think it's so. It's either high A or low S. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'm happy end of the S because it's kind of weird. It's like both of these guys, LeBron and AD, I think any single game, they can look like the absolute best player in the entire NBA, but you're not getting that every single game from either of those guys. Um, so, I mean, is this another theoretical S? Actual A? I don't know. Ooh, yeah. It it comes down to, we know what we're getting from LeBron. I don't care how many years he's in. We yeah. know what we're getting. It's the Anthony Davis. And, you know, you hear, like, KG and you hear these guys in all their podcasts, like, this is the year that Anthony this Davis year. has to take over and be the MVP that we know he can be and actually sort of carry a LeBron team for once. And I believe all of that. And I think he can do that. But that's just could he ever stay healthy and just string together a full season is the issue. But I, I like I like sort of where we have them. Here. End of the S tier. Yeah, End of I, the S. Yeah, it's, I got them a little bit behind the Bucks and the Nuggets. Yes, yes, say. yes. I actually got them. Oh. More than a little. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like somewhere in between an S and an A. Yep. S minus. Yep. Not a thing. <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies, John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr. Obviously, Ja will not be playing the first 25 games of this season. When they play together, 59% winning percentage, Ja Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr., but that's in the regular season. In the playoffs, only 43% hmm. of games are they winning. But, I mean, Ja Morant, multiple-time All-Star, Jaron Jackson, also an All-Star, reigning defensive player of the year. Where do you think these guys are at? Well, they're a lot better than some of the B duos we have. Yes. It's just whether or not we're talking ourselves into the A tier, in my opinion, because of Ja missing 25 games. Yeah. I mean, that's going to hurt. That does hurt, missing a third of the season. Yeah. <sighs> B for bad decisions, Noah says <laughs> in the stream team. I don't, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I think that's where I have them. I think your uh, top of the B is good to me uh, as well because, yeah, at their best, I think they're an A tier. Oh, you have them ahead of Kawhi and Paul George? I don't know. I mean, I think because he's missing 25, yeah. though, I would bump Memphis behind the Clips. You don't but think I like them ahead of the Cavs. One of those guys is missing 25 games? Well, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're All right. right. Okay. I'll, I'll put them behind. Okay. Yeah. I'll put them behind just because I think at their best, Kawhi is ahead yeah. of both of them. Okay. Oh, we like that. All right. Our next duo, the only duo that shares a name. <laughs> really? <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards of the oh. Minnesota Timberwolves. The Anthonys! <laughs> yeah. Jason and Jalen, you were close, but yeah. not close enough. Right, right, right. Yeah. This is a difficult one. These are two great, great players. Yep. Obviously, you know, maybe a disappointing year last year. Cat missed a ton of it, though. Anthony Edwards took a leap, took a jump up, all-star status. Saw what he did with Team USA. Couldn't beat the Canadians, but whatever. Um... <sighs> Where are you, man? I, they're, they're in the B mix. I hate to I keep saying it. I think they're in the B it. mix as well. Well, that's how it should be. That's how we should it should be. have a lot be. of Bs. Um, I think I, I think I probably have them ahead of the Cleveland Cavaliers, though. Yeah, I was going to say right around there, and I yeah. think that's right. I think that's where they slot in. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, right, a solid upper beer, <laughs> upper B level team. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that like both of them average twenty five a game. Of course not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was encouraged seeing Cat play uh, over the summer as well. Like, he seems energized and ready for the season. And since they'll actually have a training camp to be together, eh, maybe they take a little bump up here. I can see them scratching at the A tier if things go perfectly. That's exactly right. We need to yep. show them this and say, hey, you're a B duo, and they have to use it for motivation and try and get up a level. And they can. They and can. they should. Yeah. Uh, but I like where we got them there. Yeah. I uh, 
You see the clip of Anthony Edwards saying that if Rudy Gobert shoots a three-pointer, he's going to walk off the court. <laughs> <laughs> Did see that. That's why uh, Rudy didn't make our duo list here. Right. New Orleans Pelicans, Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. They've played 93 games together, despite being on the same team for quite some time. One game under 500 uh, in those times. This is a theoretical A-tier team. Of course, but we're not putting them there. No way. No. So it's, it's high C or it's low B. It has to be. Yeah. Until we're proven wrong. I mean, they were still a play-in team last year, right? Like, they made the play-ins and got to the playoffs, but uh, that was without Zion. So I think I probably have them kind of in the Knicks range as a duo here, just with the uncertainty of who's going to be on the court together. Since, you know, I mean, like, Ingram hasn't been an Ironman for the Pelicans by any means either. Uh, so I, I'm happy with a low B. Yeah, it's somewhere around there. Like, you're gonna ta- are you going to take Trey and DeJounte Murray over Zion and... Brandon Ingram? That's like, it's a weird Ooh, thing. That to does add. seem weird. Doesn't that seem weird? I think but the Hawks maybe are play. a little high in the B tier <laughs> right now. They do play. Yeah. I don't mind where you have them, though. But yeah, I feel like we have the Pelicans sort of behind the Cavs, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Knicks. It's yep. like, could you convince yourself and move them up and move them down a little bit in that B tier? Sure, but let's. Let's put them there. B for baby cake, says Swish. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) That's exactly what we needed. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was B for bias. I guess it's baby cakes as well. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Get your B for bias ready here because it's Shea Gildress Alexander and Josh Giddy. You went with Giddy. Well, this was was tough to pick who's the second man with SGA. I mean, is it J-Dub? Is it it Chet? Haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Uh, I think it is Giddy that you put for the duos. Like, if you're making NBA Jam, I think that's sort of the duo they would go with. I think right now, I think if we do this again next year, it'll be Shea and Chet. Chet, yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're hoping. Giddy now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, and, and again, I love J-Dub. So, uh, where are you putting it? Uh, oh, my goodness. I think they're a B. I think they're a B, too. Probably, like, in the Knicks, Pelicans, Raptors range. I've, I mean, Shea is an all-NBA guy, a top-five MVP kind of candidate. So that that does bump him up. Yeah. Like, he's – if you're looking at the players in the B tier, it's like Kawhi, Paul George, Ja, Mitchell, and then Shea. Like, he's in the mix for the best player in that range, I think. I have them right in the middle there. I have them above the Hawks. All right. Yeah. I I, I could almost be convinced to go higher, but, of course, I love SGA. So that, that seems right. I yeah. will – you know, I'll slow it down here. It's going to be an interesting giddy season. That's a He's an interesting guy to watch, it, man. It, I will say a lot of people pointing out, maybe do we need to drop the Pacers down to a, to a tier C? Dropping them down to the top of tier C? Yeah. Oh, man, that hurts. They're our first demotion? <laughs> I mean, I'm just <laughs> throwing it out relegated. there. We don't need to do it right this second, but, you know, maybe yeah, just keep it in mind. You're right. It's a... Uh... <laughs> The more they're hanging around here and getting pushed further and further to the right, it's uh, it's looking like they might have to drop down, at least for aesthetics purposes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, how many teams we got left? We've got uh, like one, two, five, three, four, five teams five. left, including the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. Devin and Kevin, not the same name, but they rhyme. They only played eight regular season games together last year, <laughs> wow. 11 playoff games together. Uh, this is an S-tier team, though. You yeah. got to think. Yeah, I mean, didn't they have a pretty damn good record when they did play? And then they lost to the eventual the Nuggets, champs, yeah. and they took two games off them yeah. solely because you want to talk about duos, solely because of them. Yeah. That's the only reason they won two games. Yeah. So, yeah, they're That's S. a great they – they scored like 80 a game in those two wins they got. So, easily an S-tier team. 
I got him ahead of the Lakers. Where do you put him against the Bucks? Though? Yeah, I think that's okay. I think that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have them for the podcast listeners. Right now in the S tier, it goes Denver, Milwaukee, Phoenix, and then the Lakers. Sweet. So we have four teams in the S tier. And the Warriors, as we said, sort of like the top of the A tier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right now, Heat, Celtics, Mavs, and Sixers. Okay. It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I got to cut out a bit. I got to switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds, sure. But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation, perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute. But man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of No Dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, another fresh duo coming at you. Scoot Henderson and Anthony Simons of the Portland Trail Blazers. Obviously, zero games together as Scoot was just picked number three by the Blazers. Simons has been around in Portland for a little bit here and has had a couple of really nice scoring seasons, though the Blazers haven't had very much team success. Well, we're starting low. They're going probably – they're probably going in C. They could be going in D. I could be even – Talked into that. I, I think they got to be a D tier team just because we haven't seen Scoot play yet. I think that they could easily end the season as a C tier team, you know, just like uh, the Orlando Magic we're saying is a C tier team because we saw Paolo go out and look awesome, win rookie of the year, scored 20 a game. I think if we see that from Scoot and I think if we see some chemistry uh, with Simons, this would be a fun team to pick if you were playing NBA Jam. Scoot yeah, and Simons. There is a lot of like away. a lot of people in the stream team saying like maybe we have the duo wrong here too, right? Like, could it be Simons and Aiton, Scoot and Aiton, uh, uh, Simons and Grant, Scoot, Scoot and, and Grant? Like, I mean, 
you could make some, yeah. you know, you could go with any of those duos, and That's we true. don't really know how they're going to work outside of obviously Simon and Gramp having played together. So a lot of people though are thinking quite low. A lot of D's out there. A lot of D's out there. A lot of D's. Not, not a lot of females watching our show. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, let's talk about sax then. <laughs> the Sacramento Kings and their duo of De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis reigning all NBAers. There's yep. not a lot of teams that have two nope. all NBA players, nope. but the Sacramento Kings do. Is that good enough for an A-tier team? It absolutely is. Yeah, I think Talk so about complementing each other, yeah. for sure. There's that part. There's the small and big. There is uh, the all-NBA level. I mean, they they were they proved last year that they were a, the, one of the elite players at their positions, both guys. And it wasn't even a stretch. It wasn't like, oh, they yeah. shouldn't be. No, everyone's like, no, they're they're all-NBA this year. They're an A-tier. It's just where we put them. You know, they're they're not above uh, a, the Tatum and Brown duo. They're no. not above a Jimmy and Bam. But would you rather have... Fox and Sabonis, the Fox and the Ox. Remember when that was a thing yeah, for yeah, a week? Uh, would you rather have them or would you rather have Embiid and Maxi? Because that, that's the question. Wow, that's difficult. That's a, yeah. I think I would rather have Fox and Ox <laughs> than, you know, Embiid and Maxi. I'm not as high on Maxi as some people are, but, uh, you know, I'm okay with them being at the end of the A tier, the Kings. I, I, that's totally yeah, fine. I think so. It, it, it's right there. They're. You know, look, I think I think a case is to be made that Sacramento could be like the leaders of our second group in the A tier. You know, so I have Warriors, Heat, Celtics, boom, they're okay. the top of our okay. A tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get into these Mavs, Sixers, Kings, and I like, you know, I think you can move them around, but let's keep them at the bottom. Yeah, I mean, Sabonis uh, struggled a little bit in the playoffs, which uh, was also the case when he was a pacer as well. But I mean, regular season, these guys are awesome, and they definitely make each other better, which I think is good uh, for their duo ranking. Got another fresh duo for you, Skeets, one we disagreed on here. The San Antonio Spurs, we got Victor Wembanyama locked in. The question mark was for the second part of the duo. You thought Keldon Johnson, but I went Devin Vassell, and then he got a bag dropped on him. This is true. This is one of our debates in Slack. Uh, Trey said, who are we going with Wembanyama? I guess Vassell, and I was like, Keldon Johnson, man, he scored... 22 a game. Mm-hmm. This guy gets overlooked. Uh, he's pretty similar in age to Devin Vassell. I think yeah. he's one year older. Yep. But uh, right after it happened and right after you had the final say and you went, no, we're going Devin Vassell. The guy gets the bag. Uh, and that's okay. Um, they're low anyway, so it doesn't matter. D tier? They're, they're probably D. Yeah, I think I would have them ahead of, I don't know. <laughs> Who's better, I Devin Vassell or Anthony Simons? That's a question I've never thought about in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I mean, like it really just depends how much you think Wembenyama is gonna ball out. Yeah, like yeah, I've got them. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Yeah, put them. I put them behind the the Blazers. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, we have to just see it. We have to see it. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be interesting to see with Wembenyama. Like, I think he's gonna be one of the best defensive players in the league right away, but. He's also going to be very tall and skinny, which is going to be tough for scoring. He'll kind of feast as a garbage man, I think. But uh, I think the offense will take a little bit more time. And then how I'm do you feel here. about Devin Vassell even? I mean, we are talking duos here. <laughs> We're talking duos. Like, guy's a 3 and D guy. Don't get me wrong. Yep. He's going to get better. He's in the right system. I believe all monster. of that. But I also don't – like, is this guy going to be an all-NBA player? I wouldn't think so. I don't think they have a second All-NBA player right. uh, on their team right now. And, you know, Keldon Johnson di- did outscore him. I think it was like 22-20 to 20 or something like that. But this is going to be their first season for both of those guys looking like 
a real competitive team that's kind of put together as trying to build something going forward. So we'll have a better idea at the end of this year, I think. I'll say the stream team, a lot of low C's, maybe top of the D's. Um, we've got them maybe lower than people like, but what are you going to do about you know, it? Sorry. We got control of the computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll drop the link. You can make your own tiers. Yeah. And share them with us. Let's see your duos. We got our last duo here. The Utah Jazz, Lowry Markinen, Jordan Clarkson. Both scored over 20 a game. 25 for Markin and 20 for Clarkson last season. I go immediately to near the top of the C tier. Yeah, I think so, too. That's where I'm at yep. with them. And that might feel disrespectful. I don't mean it to be, but they're because they feel a lot better than those other teams in their, uh, in their tier there. The Magic, yep. the Nets, the Wiz, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, C. Okay, top of the C tier for the Jazz. Yeah, I think that's good, especially like you look at the four teams that we have in there now and – are we going to adjust the Pacers in? I don't know. But those are all teams that, like, if their duos are playing well, you're probably in the play-in tournament. You know, if, you, if you're having a really successful season, Pacers, Jazz, Magic, Nets, Wizards would be battling for a play-in berth, I do believe. So there it is. All 30 teams. Duos, I should say. If you're just joining us, this is us ranking duos, not the entire team and not the depth and the coaching and all that. Just the duos, and we had some debates about who were the two players for Mm -hmm. some of the teams, Mm -hmm. but I will read it for the podcast listeners right now, and then we can tweak if we want to. S-tier, Nuggets, Bucks, Suns, Lakers. A-tier, the Warriors at the top of the A-tier. Then we have the Heat. And we got the Celtics, the Mavs, the Sixers, and we went with Maxi instead of Harden with uh, Joel Embiid. And then we got the Fox and the Ox Kings there at the end of the A tier. In the B tier, we got a lot. We got the Clippers, obviously Kawhi and Paul George. Uh, theoretically, we agreed, should yep. be S tier, but you got to play. We've got the Grizzlies there. We got the Timberwolves. We got the Cavs. We got the Thunder, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Knicks, the Pels, the Raps, and the Pacers. A lot of teams there in the B tier. C tier, Jazz lead the way with Lowry Markkinen and Clarkson. Then we got the Magic, we got the Nets, and we did go with Cam Johnson instead of Ben Simmons. Uh, and then we got the Wizards there, and they're going to be a hilarious team, so we're excited to watch them. And then the D tier right now, it's Rockets, it's Blazers, it's Spurs with Wemby, it's Pistons, and it's Hornets. Hmm. So, is there anything you want to move around? Or you were like, hold on, we now, now that I see them all, maybe one of those earlier teams we uh, ranked – we had wrong. We had too high. Or too low. <laughs> well, I basically just think that the Hornets shouldn't have the worst duo in the league. Interesting. Uh, when you're looking at established players uh, in the D tier, it's Fred Van Vliet, Anthony Simons, Devin Vassell. The Pistons don't really have an established player, I would say. So I think LaMelo, uh, LaMelo at the very least has the Hornets ahead of the Pistons <laughs> as a duo to me. <laughs> What a nitpick. <laughs> That's fascinating. Uh, let, me go, let me change things up here from 29 to 30, Skeets. <laughs> okay. Just uh, to piss off the Pistons fan base, yeah. too. I like that. Uh, okay, so people are saying the, uh, the, the number one things people are pointing out, yeah, maybe too many teams in B tier. Do we drop a couple of those teams at the bottom of it to the top of the C tier? Yeah. Yeah. Pacers to the top of the C tier? I can, I can see the... You can see the, the yeah. reasoning in that. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a great Halliburton season for sure. Man. And Miles Turner is a really good uh, defensive player. But they also were trying to move him for like multiple seasons. And you could definitely get other centers on the same caliber as Miles Turner, I think. And then there's um, 
you know, some talk about where we have the Celtics as a duo. They could go higher. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot yeah. of that. You know, uh, you know, do we should we have them up above the Heat at least? Some people trying to make the case they're an S tier, uh, which I get, I understand, because we are just talking duos here. They're damn good. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah, I, I, I don't mean, mind this. I definitely do think you could make a case for Warriors, Heat, and Celtics bumping up to S tier because they've all had a lot of success together, uh, right? Like, they've all had sustained periods of being a great duo together. Uh, but I'm happy with them being in the A tier right now because there's definitely questions, I think. And if you had to move one more team from the B tier down to the top of the C tier, like, with sort of the Pacers... Who would you go? Would you immediately go Raptors because we have them at the end? Or would you go Zion and the Pelicans because, you know, he obviously can't play that much? One of the other teams? Uh, Zion and the Pelicans is a little questionable to me just because, you know, we bumped Kawhi and Paul George and John Morant down to the B tier because of reliability concerns. And that's definitely the case uh, with the Pelicans. And then the Knicks, I think, can kind of vacillate between B and C depending on what kind of a year we get from Julius Randle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of talk of, like, after the Cavs almost, you can move a lot of those teams down to the C tier. And I get it. Yeah. But I like having a big middle finger there in the B tier. (laughs) (laughs) It looks nice. (laughs) Actually, it's perfect. So we're going with this. Again, this is just duos, guys. Yeah, just duos. This is the top two that we've determined on each team. And uh, I think for the most part, I'm happy with this. I think it looks good. All right. Yeah, I think it looks nice. Print it. Save it and download it. <laughs> yeah. Save, download, print it at Kinko's, frame it, uh-huh. hang it behind us, and then we can always look at it throughout the season. Right, let me check that. Yeah, yeah, move it here. Oh, too bad we could, like get one of those, like, uh, or just make the magnets. Oh, like, every, uh, like a draft board? Like, yeah, ooh, every rising. day on No Dunks, we can be like, whoop, going up. Oh, going. they look good There's last something night. something to that. We might I like that. need to yeah. look into that. Like some like uh, little felt things or something, some magnets. Uh, we should do that with teams, gonna... I think. That like that's, right, a, that's right. a good way to like track power rankings throughout the season. We have we could have power rankings by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> like I you gotta make a, a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make <laughs> a great point about the Dallas Mavericks and the depth they showed last night in they their win good. over the Pels, and we're like, oh, geez, let's let's move them up. All right, we gotta get a whiteboard. Yeah, we can get bad. sidetracked a little bit with that, yeah. but uh, that's something to look into. Okay, we're gonna call it there. Those are our duo rankings. I love love the engagement in the stream team. I'm sure a lot of you podcast listeners yelling in your car, yelling at your dog while you're walking them. What? That team's too low. What? That team's too high. Well, tell us. Tweet at us at No Dunks Inc. Let us know in the YouTube comments. Uh, and we do appreciate it. If you're over on YouTube, like, subscribe, share the show. Podcast listeners, leave your boys a five star rating and review. This is a lot of fun. And it's we good. will be getting yeah. into some tiers when it comes to the actual teams as we hit our season preview series, which is coming up in what? Two weeks? Call it that. Not next week, but the week after. Not next week. Yeah. We're going to have a bunch of our season preview shows starting, uh, again, not next week, but the week after that. The 16th on Monday. That's right. JD, get ready to get that date right. The 16th. It's a Monday. 2023-2023. Thanks so much for joining us here. Again, we really appreciate it. Come hang out with us later today for No Buffs, 1 p.m. Eastern, talking about last night's episode. Can't wait to break that down with the guys. And uh, until next time, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us in Skeets. I wanted to get your take on something I saw on Instagram right before we did the show. What sound would the Sacramento Kings beam make? Brace the day, people. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice beam.